This episode kicks off a series dedicated to discovering the art of being your own best friend. In the coming weeks, we'll travel on a journey to uncover what it means to be your own best friend, why it matters, and how you can cultivate more practices in your life to create this type of friendship. You're listening to Changes Big and Small with Damian President. Changes Big and Small will help you take action in your life with intention and purpose. In each episode, I invite you to take action to live the life that you want. I've been thinking about this topic a lot. I was coaching some people and a question that they kept asking was, why aren't they keeping their word to themselves? For example, why is it so easy to hit snooze even though you plan to wake up to work out? Or to fill your calendar with tasks for everyone else until you're completely run down, ignoring your own needs? I've been examining how this shows up in my own life. Why is it that I'm loyal to others, keep my word to them, I'm kind and loving towards them, but struggle to do that for myself? Why do I sometimes seem to put the needs of everyone else above myself, even when they don't ask me for anything, even when I may not want to? Do you relate to any of this? Does this happen to you as well? As I've reflected, I realized that I can choose something different. I started honoring my past self by actually doing what I planned in the past and treating myself with kindness. I'm getting better at this and I've noticed that my inner critic, that relentless voice in the head, is much softer, much quieter. Sometimes she's downright complimentary. She tells me how well I'm doing something And it's funny that sometimes when that happens, I chastise her for being too self-aggrandizing. But when she's really mean or when she's being mean, I tend to just believe her. Isn't that interesting? So this is how I came up with the idea of being a best friend to myself. My best friend is kind. She challenges me sometimes, but she also supports me and builds me up. She makes me laugh. This is something that I want to also do for myself. Consciously, and with the help of my inner voice. So what does it really mean to be your own best friend? Let's take a step back and think about the attributes of a best friend. You can think about your own definition, but this is what I came up with. A best friend is someone who's there for you, who listens without judgment, who celebrates your successes and supports you through failures. How much of that do you do for yourself? I mean, really, think about it for a moment. You can even feel free to pause this podcast. I'll wait. Being your own best friend is the essence of self-compassion. It's about giving yourself permission to prioritize your wants and needs, to recognize that your humanity makes you a person of worth, and to accept yourself unconditionally. It's not about ego or self-absorption. It's about acknowledging that your relationship with yourself sets the tone for every other relationship in your life. So imagine for a moment the gentle voice of a friend who says, it's okay, sweetheart, when you are overwhelmed with feeling. That voice of understanding and acceptance is something we all crave. But how often do we extend it to ourselves? Since I started listening to talks by Tara Brack, where she talks about rain meditation, it's okay, sweetheart, which is what she uses, has become my favorite phrase to nurture myself when I'm experiencing intense, uncomfortable emotions. I love that phrase, even if it's not one that shows up in my relationship with anybody else but myself. This is a way that I can show up for myself that's actually unique to what I have with anyone else. And I find it so valuable. 
We tend to be our own harshest critics, but the journey to being your own best friend begins with small shifts to that. The dialogue we have with ourselves is powerful. It affects how we feel and how we act. When you become your own best friend, you start to learn to experience all your feelings. You learn how to both share for yourself and nurture yourself. This transformation doesn't happen overnight, and it's not a linear journey. Believe me, I've experienced this. Just as friendships with others require consistency, so it is with self-friendship. You practice and you're patient with yourself. The practice is in making small but meaningful shifts in how you treat yourself every day. So how do you treat yourself when you make a mistake? How could you be 1% kinder? What do you do when you miss meeting a goal? How could you offer encouragement to yourself in that situation? This starts with self-talk, but it also goes beyond that. Being your own best friend means setting boundaries that honor your well-being. Saying no when something doesn't serve you and saying yes to what brings you joy and a sense of accomplishment. It's about taking time to understand your own needs and desires, to tease them apart from any obligations that you may feel, to explore what makes you feel alive and fulfilled. So why is this self-friendship so important? Well, it's the best way to learn about your needs and wants and to meet them with understanding and love. But on top of that, it's the cornerstone of resilience. So although life will inevitably throw challenges our way, The strength of the relationship with ourselves will determine how we navigate them. When you're your own best friend, you create an inner sanctuary of peace, confidence, and support that you can always turn to. This will allow you to celebrate your victories and have grace for your setbacks. So throughout this season, we'll explore this art of self-friendship. We'll delve into the habits and practices that strengthen this bond. If you've already cultivated this habit of self-friendship, I'd love to interview you on the podcast. Reach out to me at contact at changesbigandsmall.com. My hope for you, yes, you who's listening, each of you, is that as we go on this journey together, you'll discover the joy and peace that comes from being the best friend you've always had within you. So let's talk about how you can cultivate this relationship with yourself. It's not scary, so don't be afraid. It starts actually with small steps. So here are five actions that you can take. Celebrate the last time you did something that you are proud of. Maybe it was hard for you or you didn't want to do it, but honor the commitment to yourself or someone else. Do one thing this week that makes you feel rejuvenated. For me, going for a walk by myself or reading a book does that. Spend some quiet time with yourself. Maybe you want to just notice what's going through your mind or write down your thoughts. You could even do a brain dump of everything in your mind. A next level task is to notice which are facts, that is what everyone in the world would agree on, and which are thoughts, stories that you make up about the facts. Say no once this week. Maybe that's what you need to do. When you get an invitation or a request, really think about whether you want to do it and why. If the reasons are not satisfactory to yourself, say no. This is a hard one because you might think that everything deserves a yes. So you need to practice discernment. The flip side to that is say yes this week to something that you're afraid of, but that you really want or that you really enjoy. The goal here is to learn that affirming your worth, setting aside time for self-care 
and engaging in activities that bring you joy are all valuable and important. It's not selfish to be your own best friend. That's just what people say when you don't want to do something that they want you to. So don't take that on. It's not something to be guilty about. It's actually the way that you put your own oxygen mask on first. Pick one of these or come up with one of your own to do over the next week. That's my invitation to you this week. Some of the ideas in this episode may be new to you or maybe you've just never thought about them in this way. I invite you to take a moment to reflect on the episode. What are your takeaways? I'd love to hear from you on Instagram or on the blog post at changesbigandsmall.com. Embracing the art of being your own best friend is a daily practice, a commitment to yourself. Remember that small actions taken consistently create profound changes over time. So celebrate your wins, no matter how small. Take that rejuvenating walk. Spend the quiet time with yourself. Say no to overcommitment and yes to your hidden desires. This week, let's start by setting an intention to treat ourselves with the same kindness and respect you'd give to a dear friend. Next week, we'll delve deeper into practical strategies for building and maintaining your self-friendship. Take care, stay kind to yourself, and I'll speak to you in the next episode. If you've enjoyed listening to this episode, please help me share it with more people by leaving a review. If you have a question or if you want to be a guest on the show, reach me at contact at changesbigandsmall.com. Remember, change begins with one small step. Have a great week.